Welcome to Very Scary with Jerry McCrary. My name is Jerry McCrary and I'll be your host. We are going to be discussing the fearsome, the fiendish, and the fanatical. Tonight's sponsor is Blue Book Beer. It's Area 51 proof, straight from the Roswell. All right, my guests tonight are Norman Beers, he's a werebear, and Clive Curtis, undercover alien. So, uh, Norman, uh, welcome to the show. Good to be here. Yeah, so you're a werebear. Yep. Do you know, uh, is where's, uh, excuse me, excuse me, pardon me, Waldo. It was Waldo a werebear? Well, he wishes he was. I think, I think deep down, everybody wishes that they could just go crazy. Every time the moon is full, just howl at the moon and, and just, uh, well, become a werewolf. But if you're luckier than most people, you become a werebear like me. Well, so do, what do werebears howl at? Uh, cave entrances. So, is it something that you find joy in, uh, howling at cave entrances? Do you actually go looking for cave entrances just so that you can howl? Or do you sit inside of a cave so that you can howl outside of them? I mean, what's your... Uh, uh, keep them coming. You're giving me great ideas on how to enjoy the howling at cave entrances. I, I, all I can tell you is that uh, there's, I, think, I think deep down inside every bear... There's this feeling of, uh, there's the entrance to the cave. I'm coming out of hibernation. Uh, look out, ladies, here I come. That kind of idea. And so you just want to go, that's, that's, That sounded very bear-like, I'll have to tell you. I mean, you don't look like a bear right now, but you sound an awful lot like a bear. Now, when you become a bear, let's just take a step back here. What, what are the mechanics of being a werebear? Well, first of all, the, the when the moon is full, all of a sudden the, 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 the hairs just start prickling out of your back. You get, you get a hankering for salmon and berries. You, you, you just start running up and down looking for pick-a-nick baskets and stuff like that. So, it was Yogi Bear a werebear? Well... He was a yoga instructor. Oh, very interesting. So, so werebears would actually uh, stretch and uh, relax with yogi. Is that right? Yes. Uh, uh, the, the, the hot yoga that, that Boo Boo invented is a little bit controversial. But the idea is that you find a cave, you fill it with hot rocks... And then you, you have this, you have Yogi up there uh, eating out of his picnic basket, and he's, he's telling you, into the position a little bit more. <laughs> Very interesting. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a question here of our other guest, uh, Norman Beers. I'm sorry, no. Norman, we were just talking. Thank you, Norman. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Clive Curtis. Um, Thank you for having me on your show very much. Well, it's uh, it's wonderful to have you. And I was just curious, uh, as a deep cover alien agent, secret, secret, Peace. secret. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's a it's a secret. Do not tell anyone. Uh, the, nobody listens to the show. So excellent. Yes. Uh, you. Uh, well, I was just curious. Do you have an opinion of yoga? It's creamy, 
and I like it when the berries are on the bottom and you mix it up. I see. Now, I'd like to point out that we do have a no dodging questions rule here at uh, Very Scary with Mary Jerry what, McQuarrie. What, but I, what do you mean by dodging questions? That, that, that we, we do press you. That you do need to answer the question as asked. However... Why be, would I not answer a question? Because you are uh, of a foreign variety and you didn't understand the question, I'm going to let it pass this time. But generally speaking, uh, we do not let people dodge questions, and uh, I'd like you to know that this was the first dodge question and, and the last dodge question I'm going to let you get by. I did not see the dodging. That's well. Uh, I apologize for you, my you behavior. You didn't see it because you dodged very well. Uh, so, now, you're, um, I, well, we're not allowed to say it, but you are a uh, um, an agent of a certain sort. All of my life. All of your life, I see. And from from birth, I, I I infiltrated from undercover. I t- came out, popped out, and there I was, from the mothership. So from the mothership, you popped out. And my mama. Your mama. So is, is a mothership, are the motherships your actual parents? For me, that is, and I assume my entire alien species race, shh, uh, yes. So how now? Uh, can you just uh, tell us for a moment what's the difference between the type of alien you are and the type of illegal aliens that uh, many politicians speak of? I have a birth certificate of American uh, origin. Did you get that when you were birthed from your the mothership? The mothership. They thought of everything. Where did the mothership uh, birth you? At Swedish hospital. Swedish hospital. Is but that not, the, it's not in Sweden. It, it is uh, he, actually here in Colorado. It's, so it's, it's called the Swedish hospital. For some reason. Okay. But they do not fly the flag of the Swedish. Or do they only have Swedish people uh, working at the hospital? Uh, I've been back many times, and I've seen uh, mostly Americans that are not Swedish. Interesting. Uh, but I do you believe find, that they're of Swedish descent? I assume so. They do have Swedish fish in the vending machines. Which are not fish at all. They're little candies. Mr. Beers, have you ever been to the Swedish hospital? Yeah, I love those fish. Mm. I wish they tasted more like salmon. So, when, uh, just out of curiosity, uh, when you're not in your bear form, do you chase salmon upstream? Uh, I have to admit, I do a lot of that. So, what's the difference between you being a bear and you not being a bear? How does your behavior change? Uh, it's it's kind of subtle, to tell you the truth. I mean, I, I, after changing a few times, I, I, I think I just I, I took on a lot of bear qualities. Uh, do, do you watch the same television shows? Uh, you know, I used to watch every different version of Star Trek, but now... I prefer Star Wars because there's that one character who's so much like a bear. Uh, would that be the Ewoks? Oh, I can't believe you said that. I'll let you uh, pass this time. I'm sorry, is that a bad word in werebear uh, circles? Uh, say yes to Wookiees, say no to Ewoks. Oh, I see, I see. So you like the, you like the tall uh, fuzzy guys in Star Wars. Now, you're, you're only 5'2", so what's the... Uh, I, I, I think it was because of the bear that, that, that turned me. I mean, it, it's every werebear is bit by another werebear. In my case, it was a very tall bear, 
He was a circus bear named named a Baba Doo, Baba Ballyhoo, something like that. And he was he was riding on a unicycle, and I was like, "Hey, hey, bear!" And and, and he bit me. And uh, the, the next time there was a full moon, you know, at towards cave entrances. Well, that sounds sounds painful. Was it painful? Yes. It's it hurts. You know what it's like when um, when you've got a belt and and you you you've notched the belt in and you have to start poking new holes in it. Now just imagine that you're the belt. That's how much it hurts. I I I would like to say that although I do not participate or understand the bear community, I fully support you and your choice and your punching holes in belts. Thank you. So as an as an agent, uh, Mr. Clive Curtis. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, as an agent, um, and an agent of uh, clandestine uh, of hush, origin, hush, secretly. As, uh, well, what what kind of disguises do you use? I mean, in some ways, you're you're very much like a werebear yourself. I just assume the identity I have, and no one questions me. What what is? How would you just uh, to to our folks on the radio here? How would you describe yourself? I am a average five ten, with the, the standard length hair that could be either brown or black, depending on where the light is hitting. And um, I blend in very well. I do not wear any logos on my clothes. And this makes it easy for the looking at things secretly. So do you consider a man bun to be average hair? Oh, uh, the man bun, that's another alien race you should watch out for. They are very scary. That, then we should have them on the show. Uh, they might hurt you. But the name of the show is Very Scary with Jerry McCrary because we're not scared of very scary things. We we have conversations with them. Oh, I don't think you should just sneeze at the man bun crowd. There's some well, I, there's I, some I, fearsome aliens. I agree with you. Sneezing is considered rude in many many cultures, both human and alien. We have learned that over the years. We once had uh, a uh, uh, a fella from SETI uh, Minor Six. You, you probably know them. Yes. And sneezing uh, was something that, uh, wow, you know, if you sneezed, they their actual, their heads popped off their shoulders and they rolled around on the floor and they were very upset. They were very upset with us. So we don't do the sneezing anymore uh, in here. Uh, just... Uh, just out of curiosity, I'm going to ask our uh, our uh, voice uh, electronic voice assistant Sabrina. When was the last time someone sneezed uh, at one of our shows? You were asking the last time somebody sneezed in this studio it was approximately seven days and 24 minutes ago. Thank you, Sabrina. That's uh, very pertinent information. So, all right. <laughs> Are any of you feeling any uh, allergies coming on right now? <laughs> That entry was week, a, a week. Seven days is a week. That that's, you know, it's amazing how much information you've learned in the amount of time that you've been here. How long have you been here? In I have, our our planet, uh, our planet Earth. We call it Earth. A Earth. A Earth. Is that I what you call it? I where Earth. you come from? From my yes. That's that's fascinating. And what is the planet that you come from? I was born here on Earth. I, I from see. From the mothership. From the mothership. Were you not okay. listening in the first part well, of the show? I, but I mean, where where is your uh, where was your mothership from? She is from California. 
I see. From her, I mo- see. her mothership. Oh, I see. And where was the where was the original mothership from? What's the uh, the foreign planet? I have not paid the four hundred dollars for genealogy yet. I see. Uh, you know they do wonders. You know I found out that I was uh, five sixteenths uh, uh, Bulgarian. You should see a doctor about that. Well, I plan to do that just after the show. So thank you for reminding me. You're very welcome. Yes, there's actually quite a bit of a fee if I miss that appointment. So thank you, thank you. So what is the uh, the most surprising thing about human food for you? I will need to digest on that question for a minute, please. Please do, please do. So, uh, Mr. Beers, I... Uh, what do you think about teddy bears? You know, teddy bears are uh, they're a controversial subject. I think, I think the real problem with teddy bears is that um, whenever there's a super blue blood moon like we had last month, the teddy bears have a tendency to turn into little were-human-stuffed creatures. And they squirm around and make weird ook-ook noises. I, I did hear, uh, I, uh, or rather read, some news stories. Um, not the most reputable papers, but there were several uh, uh, gossip mags that were talking about the, uh, the wiggly, the iggly-wiggly uh, teddy bears that turned into human bears. Uh, and uh, a lot of people were very freaked out by that. Yeah, yeah. Never feed them after midnight. Don't get them wet. Uh, well, we have a lot of paper towels here, just in case uh, the teddy bear collection that I have on this wall here gets wet. So, uh, now, uh, during the, the super blue funky moon, whatever it was called, I can't remember. Uh, super blue moon? The super blue moon, was that what it was called? That's what, super blue blood moon. No, very good, yes. Uh, the, the I was not here. Uh, that was, you know, I had the day off, so I, we were doing reruns on that day. So I did not get to see what happened to my teddy bears. But they're right there. Uh, they're right there in the collection. And uh, well, I, I guarantee they turned human. They, they, they writhe around in, in, in a strange sort of ecstatic agony. Like they just couldn't get enough of the pain and they went Metamucil! Oh, like Republicans. Yes. It's it's funny that uh, many people are reminded of Republicans when when they think of Metamucil. Um, I know I am. Speaking of, I have figured out your answer to that question. Oh yes, what's the, what was the uh, what was please, the question? You, could you repeat the question? Me. I will not dodge that question to repeat the question. Thank you. It was something. It was about, more of a. It was more of a request. It was something like human food. What what do I find the strangest thing to be about human food? Yes, yes. Uh, what I find strange is that when uh, humans start out, they have delicious food delivered from the most uh, exquisite source, but as they grow up, they are denied this. What's the exquisite source? That would be from the mothership itself. The mothership. Okay. Mothership's milk. How did they? Well, how did you f- uh, feast in the mothership's milk? Uh, you stay abreast of the situation. Very good, very good. Uh, do you have opinions on teddy bears? Um, I like your collection, but do, it confuses me. Do you have a favorite teddy bear? Is there one up here that you think is nice? Uh, the one sitting next to me is the nicest one out of the bunch. Oh, you didn't have to say that. Well, oh, where, well. where bearing is where caring. 
right, I'm going to count. That was all right, that was another uh, dodging of a question, but I'm going to let it pass because it was so adorable. Um, so uh, just I'm just curious. Uh, I'm going to ask our voice assistant, Sabrina, our electronic voice assistant. Uh, after the Super Blood uh, Blue Moon, uh, you, did you observe any uh, uh, any uh, evidence of the my teddy bear collection turning human? You turned the computer off, Jerry. I could not see anything. You need to push the buttons to turn the computer on. Very well. Okay. Well, in the future, I will uh, uh, be sure to leave uh, Sabrina on overnight. Uh, so, moving forward. Um, so, uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back uh, after this word from our sponsor. Hey there. This is Jerry McCrary from Very Scary with Jerry McCrary. Do you ever see a UFO and then are approached by a man in black who says, look, pal, you better forget what you just saw, or else. Well, we have the solution for that. Blue Book Beer. It's Area 51 proof, straight from Roswell. And uh, when you're facing truth or consequences, if you drink enough of this, it'll help you forget every one of them. Blue Book Beer. It's very scary. Welcome back to Very Scary with Jerry McCrary. I am your host, Jerry McCrary. Uh, we have uh, Clive Cur Curtis here. He's an undercover alien. Don't tell anyone. Uh, I know you won't because I trust you. You're all paranoid. You're more paranoid than anybody. Uh, you keep secrets to yourselves. Okay, so, uh, Mr. Curtis. Yes, Mr. Jerry McCrary. Uh, I'm kind of curious. When did you find out that you were an alien? That's a very interesting question. I... Uh was roughly seven years old when my neighbor's dog started talking to me and told me that I was an alien. Uh, what uh, what language did the Japanese? Dogs... Japanese. He was a Shih Tzu. Oh, pardon my language. Very interesting. No, no, we uh, we accept all for all types of languages, including he was, Japanese here. He was also Catholic, so he was a holy Shih Tzu. That's amazing. It's amazing. I didn't know that they baptized dogs. Uh, yes. Very good. Very good. So. Uh, so, did you understand Japanese? Absolutely. You did? Uh, how uh, many languages do you speak? All of them. So, can you list those off? Do, 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 how much time do you have for your show? Uh, just, you know, what, what's, what are the ones that you speak best? Uh, Swahili, Wakanda, uh, Japanese, Chinese, Mandarin, Chinese, Hong Kong Chinese, and uh, also French, English, uh, gutter slang, yo bro. Oh, okay. And, and, uh, and uh, uh, Ivanics, uh, Braille. I speak Braille. Do, do you speak uh, 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 many dialects? I speak many dialects and large dialects. The tiny ones and the big ones. The tiny ones and the so big ones. Many, many so many, many dialects, the tiny ones. Okay, so can you, can you speak some Mandarin for me now? Can you say I am a dog lover in Mandarin? I could, but that might blow my cover. How about if I say, uh, what, what does Shei Shei mean? Uh, thank you very much. Oh, very, what, what language is that in? That would be Chinese. That's Chinese. Yes. Oh, very good. Is that now? Is that the native language of the planet you're from? Uh, my native language cannot be spoken with just one tongue. Uh, so, if you had two tongues, would it sound like Chinese? If I had two tongues, it would sound like my native language. So, do you? But you don't have two tongues. Not or, at the moment. But you used to. I am going to grow a second tongue when I hit maturity. 
Oh, I see. So you're underage. At the moment, yes. So uh, I will also become very popular with the ladies. I see. I see. Uh, d- are you allowed to drink where you come from? Uh, how else would you sustain your body liquid capacity? Well, huh. well, this is this is a common uh, misconception here. Well, when I talk about drinking, I'm talking about uh, drinking alcohol. This is something that's restricted uh, uh, to adults uh, in our culture. Why would they restrict drinking? Drinking alcohol. Why would they restrict drinking alcohol? Because alcohol uh, uh, makes you do things that you wouldn't otherwise do. But it's not restricted for some. That is correct. People who know better. Well, that is just stupid. This is, well, uh, so the laws are different where you're from. Absolutely. Well, what did they allow you to drink? Uh, you can drink what you want. So are there you can any dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. That's uh, it's amazing because I've always wanted to leave my friends behind, but I never felt comfortable doing it. Well, they're your friends. They should let you do what you want with their behind. That's excellent advice. Excellent advice, and uh, that's why we talk about anal probing as much as we do on this show. Now, do you, it, does your race anal probe uh, humans? Not on the first date. I see. But uh, the third date? Third, date? third date must be a movie or such a form of entertainment and uh, some uh, eat edibles like dinner. Dinner and a movie, second or third date. And uh, do you use, uh, what, what, what kind of equipment do you take? Do you take, do you take your date, your date, quote-unquote date, back to the mothership in order to oh my, insert what the, kind of the man anal probe? You? That is gross. Do, why, why, what's... The mothership. The, you, no, you, you must... Do you carry, Take her back to your apartment. Do you carry the equipment around with you Absolutely. everywhere? In my pants. Would you like to see it? Mr. Beers. <laughs> yeah. So what do you do on the third date? <laughs> when do you tell your dates that you're a werebear? Well, you know, I, I try to break it to them as, 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 uh, as softly as I can. I, I'll say something to, to them like... Uh, if you go down to the woods today, you're in for a big surprise. Does this involve shitting in the woods? Well, because uh, that's what my understanding is. That's what bears do, and it makes me think that if you're a werebear, then you do that at least part of the time. I thought that was the Pope. Him too. I thought uh, bears wear hats and the Pope excretes in the woods. The Pope is a werebear. Oh, is he the wariest bear? He is. That's interesting. Does he lead the werebear community? He does. You know, during that uh, that super blue blood moon, uh, the the pontiff himself was right up there at the, at the, the basilica, and he was doing the blessing and everything. And then he just started going haroo. So is the is is uh, uh, Christianity really just a werewolf? Uh, where I'm, excuse me, pardon me, pardon me. I did not mean to offend you. I see that, that you're would very be upset. A that, that would I be a werewolf. faux pas. Yeah, that was a big faux pas. That, that was. I, I apologize. Then bears have very big paws. You might even say a wolf paw. Oh no, a bear paw. Oh. I think they should find another guest uh, interviewer person. So I, I, I think pro- so too. I apologize. I, I, I please accept my apologies. Uh, but has has the uh, Christianity always been a bear cult? Yeah. Well, the thing about the uh, the whole bear cult of, of Christianity, it has a, a lot more to do with uh, you know not it's not the stuff you find in the Bible itself. It, it has more to do with the the stuff that you would find underneath the pyramids, uh, down in a corner in a little dusty little section back there. Uh, 
under the bear rug. And then you find the real stuff. And it's, it's it, you know, things like, and then a bear shall lead them. And then a bear shall rise up from the sacrifice that he made. And then, and then um, salmon will flow freely in the land of milk and honey. Is that why there's a little fish symbol on the back of people's cars? Exactly. So this is this makes me yeah it makes me wonder the whole teach a teach a man to fish thing uh, was really was really to help the bears right because if you have more if humans kept more stores of fish then bears uh, uh, the were bears get more more fish is that am I am I close yeah we we've been pretty much uh, controlling humanity for a long time just uh, you know encouraging people to stock up on food so that we won't go hungry when we're in our bear form. So, Mr. Curtis, I, I was curious if there's werebears that only change in specific cycles of the calendar, and I think they are called zodiac bears. Yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, now, now that this is sort of um, there are major uh, qualities to this, and there are minor qualities to it. You know, we're going to take a break here, and we come back. We've got some questions from the audience that we're going to ask uh, our guests. Uh, right after this word from our sponsor. Hey, baby. You want to have a close encounter? Oh, Todd. I thought you'd be green. But you're really gray. Will she say yes or will she say no when she sees his unidentified frothy object? Will it lead to an undeniable female orgasm? UFO, IFO, we all FO when we drink Blue Book beer. Area 51 proof, straight from the Roswell to your mouth. Drink it, Blue Book Beer. Welcome back to Very Scary with Jerry McCrary. I'm Jerry McCrary. And we're going to take some questions from our audience uh, that could be either uh, through phone call or uh, through our email or our Twitter account, which is uh, at Jerry McCrary Ham Beast Master. Uh, so I love that movie. It's it's a wonderful film, and it's better with him. Uh, so all right, uh, on line two, we have a question from Maria. Hello, Maria. On line two, what's your question? Hello. If they made a sequel to BJ and Zebert, who would you cast as BJ, and who would you cast as Zebert? Well. Uh... Am I allowed to answer pornographic questions on this show? Because I, um... You're aware of the television show, BJ, BJ and the Bear, from uh, the 1970s? Well, I, I, I've, I've watched my share of, of the erotic arts that came out of the 70s. I, I seem to recall that particular porno, but I'd, I'd rather not talk about it uh, on the air. So, uh, next question, please. I, I would cast Matthew McConaughey as BJ. And uh, the little kid who played Webster as the bear. Is 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 the little kid that played Webster? Is he still little? I do not know. I uh, I will check. All right. Yes. Yes, he is. Ah, very good. Okay, we we have uh, uh, another question here. Uh, this one came through uh, from Twitter, uh, and is for Clive. Thank Clive. you very much. What is your mission on Earth, and how will you accomplish it? Hmm. As I understand it, my mission is to learn as much as possible and then to relate all of that back to my alien race. And how much have you learned so far? Uh, quite a bit. 
I have learned that uh, the American race is de-evolving. Do, do you believe that it is de-evolving at a dangerous rate or at just the right rate? Well, uh, at one point, for eight years, you were doing very well. And uh, now within the last year, all of that has gone downhill. I see. I see. Okay. Uh, very good. So, all right, we have another question uh, coming in on line four. Uh, we have a question for Norman here. Um, uh, line four from Juno, Alaska. Yo, 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 what's up, McCary? This is Nasty. Nasty Davis. Oh, it's been a while. How are you and Gina doing? Doing awesome. She is fine. I got a question for your bear man. Norman, where does a werebear buy what he wears? Well, that's an interesting question. Um, you know, uh, bear with me here. <laughs> uh, just because I said bear. Uh, so... What a lot of people don't realize is that when, when you, uh, every full moon, change into a bear, there's a lot of hair sprouting up there. And then every time you turn back human again, all of your skin has to go back to being human skin. What happens to all the hair that falls out? And see, this is the thing, is that I can gather up all that hair, and then I can weave it together into a suit. I don't have to buy any more clothes. Uh, what about her suit? Ha, <laughs> ho. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, you see, Speaking we... of suits, how's that lawsuit going, Jerry? Okay, uh, we have to get uh, another caller in here uh, on uh, line three. I have Susanna on line three. Oh, this one is for Clive. Clive, this is Susanna. Hello, Susanna. Hello. If we went on a date, what would it be like? My pants feel funny. Um, a date. Well, if we were on a date, it would probably feel squishy because they are dry and squishy. And it would be very hard for us to be on a date because they're very tiny. A date. A date. So when you when you go on dates, uh, when you go on uh, romantic ventures with Ooh, romantic other venture. folks, do, do you usually involve sitting on fruit? Does that involve sitting on fruit? Is that customary amongst your people? That sounds very stupid. Is that what you do? I, it's been known to happen. I will give it a try. So what? What does when you say stupid? Does that translate into uh, that means un- English? Un- is something uh, yes. like uh, wow, that's amazingly beautiful, amazingly unenlightened, and customary, customarily unenlightened. So to answer Susanna's question, so that was a romantic thing. Uh, I believe that was my understanding oh. of the question. Well, uh, because my mission is to find out as much as I could, I would have to um, get her libated, perhaps with Blue Book beer, and um, and then I would have to uh, probe her and pump her for information. That Blue Book beer is really tasty, don't you think? It is delish. Well, what do you think about that Blue Book, Blue Book beer? I can't tell you you've been drinking some. Norman Be- that's, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm... Hey, they don't call me Norman Beers for nothing. I, I'll tell you, it makes the transition into Werebear just a mite bit more tolerable. Well, I'm just looking at the time here, and I realize we are just about the end of the program. Uh, do you two have anything more that you would like to say before we uh, wrap up here? 
I am very interested in seeing your new movie coming out, An American Werebear in London. Thank you. I'm, I'm very proud of it. Uh, and um, it, it was written by some good friends of mine, the Berenstains, and um, I'm very proud of them. Um, and I just wanted to say to you, uh, uh, those are nice eyes you got there. Uh, they're, they're very black, and um, you got the biggest pupils I've ever seen in my life. Thank you. I got them from my mother. All right, she folks. is now blind. Well, hey, this it's, has been another wonderful program. I want to thank our guests, uh, Norman Beers, the Werebear, and Clive Curtis, Undercover Alien. Alien. Thank you. Thank you. Do not tell anyone. And, and, thank you very uh, much. That's right. Don't tell anyone anything uh, because this has been Very Scary with Jerry McCrary. Good night. You have been listening to Very Scary with Jerry McCrary, starring Jerry McCrary, with guests Norman Beers and Clive Curtis. Produced by David Coyle, Eric Farwell, Troy Fleur, and Laura Kay.